You've parked your ears at episode 278. Are you someone that goes all out, changes everything on Monday, and then by Wednesday you're back to smashing chocolate, wine, and croissants, and also beating yourself up? Well, that used to be me too. And that's why I need to talk to you about why you've got to stop putting yourself in a world of pain and start creating a healthy discomfort instead. There's a very important difference in there. It's easy. I'm going to tell you how to do it, and we're going to do it right now. So let's get into it. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition, and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. What's up, my healthy friends? Welcome back to another episode of the show, and I've just realized that I possibly sound like a commentator of the Melbourne Cup. I'm not sure if you're into horse races or not, or you're Australian, but in Australia every year in November, we have the Melbourne Cup, which is this world famous uh, horse racing event, which actually happens less than a kilometer from my house, which is pretty cool. Um, But anyway, horse racing commentators sound like that, I think. The penny just dropped. I only just realized that. Anyway, before I retire from podcasting and become a horse racing commentator, in 2023, it's my mission to coach 500 people to stop the binge eating and savage self-talk cycle so they can lose weight whilst feeling in control and without restriction along the way. Now, the conversation I want to have with you today is about the idea of discomfort, not pain. And also the, the notion that in order to change anything, we have to suffer right? And it's not fun. You know, the whole personal development change, uh, you know, marketing campaign, it's, it's not very good, is it? It's like, oh, I've got to hurt and cry and feel pain and change and be different and do all of these really hard things in order to uh, change my life or get healthier. And I actually really do think that in order for us to become healthier people, we have to experience discomfort. I don't think there's an easier path that, that feels nice and warm and fluffy. However, the method that I have devised within the programs that I run um, and the thing that I talk to you about regularly on this podcast and on these shows and on these videos is that if we break it down, if we chunk it down into smaller and smaller steps, we do eventually get to a place where it is doable discomfort. Now, there's a difference between doable discomfort and severe, debilitating, traumatizing pain. Right. And if we think about the latter that I just described, the pain, you might think about that like a fad diet or some type of extreme change where you go to the doctor or you go, you know, New Year's comes around or whatever it might be. And the situation is, I'm going to change everything. You're super motivated. You're feeling terrible in your body. You might have just heard something from the doctor about your bloods or your hormone results. And it's like, you've got to change or things are going to go really bad. And so you're like, right. You you go home and you're like, I'm going to change everything. I'm going to throw all the stuff out of the fridge. I'm going to throw all the stuff out of the pantry. And I'm going to go to the health food shop that I know is really, really expensive. And you do all of that. And then you sign up to a gym. And then by the end of that first week of changing everything, you don't even know who you are because you are so far out of your comfort zone that it becomes painful or it is painful. You're so unfamiliar. And the human animal does not do well in a place where we do not recognize ourselves. Because as a human, as an animal, we're focused on survival. And survival is best predicted by being familiar with your environment and understanding what's going on around you. And when you don't have those things, then you're in a world of pain because you're scared and, you, and therefore you 
react in a way that creates certainty and predictability in your environment, which for you in this scenario is probably going back to the food you were eating before or the unhelpful things that you were doing previously that led you to this situation where you are obese or you are struggling with some type of illness or disease or hormones or regulating your relationship with food. So that's why we want to think about it with from the idea of discomfort, not pain. So my own story is that I was used to be in a place where I would yo-yo between trying to be a healthy person and go to the gym and absolutely smashing sugar like you wouldn't believe. Um, and I only realized this after under, first understanding that the, the journey that I went on was more about uh, the sort of relationships, the intimate relationships that I had in my life. And so I knew that I knew through experience that I wasn't getting where I wanted to go. Um, every time I was trying to show up as a better partner or be a better person for my friends and family and all of the different people, um, I would do all right for a couple of days and I'd be so happy with myself. I'd be like, look at me go. I'm all you know, superior and better and all of the things. Um, and then I would end up very rapidly in a hole of sugar and pizza and all of the things. And when I went you know, when I went full ham to the wall, <laughs> um, I did that pretty often, you know, aka sugar addiction, right? And so it was after a few years of this cycle that I was so, I got so angry <laughs> that I was like, something isn't right. I'm not doing this right. Why aren't I strong enough? And you've probably asked yourself, why aren't I strong enough? Maybe I'm too weak. And if you resonate with that, I want to hear about it because everyone I've ever spoken to relates to that. People that I work with in my program have that moment where they're like, I'm weak, I'm too, I'm pathetic, I'm not meant for this, everybody else is better than me, I've got an issue, nobody else understands. And interestingly, that's the narrative I've heard from basically every single client I've ever had that we've when we've gotten into this conversation. And so why we want to go back to the idea of discomfort, not pain, is because fundamentally, if we don't do that, what happens? The long-term outcomes are grave. Not only are they disease, illness, early death, but for the, for the duration of our lives, however long they last, it leads to a really unfulfilled life and wishing you did things differently and regret because you continue to behave in a way that lets yourself down. And that doesn't lead to somebody lying on their deathbed saying, you know what, I did pretty well. Um, and you've probably heard me say this too. If you do want to consume sugar and all of the different foods and just fully embrace life from that side, then you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. The conversation we're having here is for people that want to change because doing that causes them more pain than it's worth. So in order to not live an unfulfilled life or at least fulfill it as much as we can because every decision has pros and cons, there's regret on the other side of almost every single decision. It's just whether or not we can rationalize that regret in our head to make sense of the decision we made or we actually live in the space of regret, conversation for another day. But that's why I devised the whole idea or came up with through my own journey, the one tweak a week. And that was supported by somebody that I had in my life at the time that needed to do things slowly because of her health situation. Um, but I realized when we just focus on one thing at a time, we're in a place of discomfort, but we're not in a place of pain, right? And that essentially unfolds the, uh, like you know, the person that you want to be. You're slowly unfolding. You're not scrunching it up and throwing it 100 miles. You're just going one step, two step. And instead of looking up at the cliff face and thinking, how do I get to the top? It, it becomes stairs. It becomes small little baby steps all the way to the top. And it also means when you take a couple of steps back, which you inevitably will because you're a human, instead of falling off the cliff face, 
and hitting the ground and going splat. <laughs> you actually just go back a couple of steps. And then guess what? You can take those next few steps tomorrow, right? One tweak a week. That's the way that we need to think about this. And that's where the one tweak a week idea came from because we want to avoid pain. There'll be a bit of pain. Life comes with pain. We can't control death. We can't control, you know, work sometimes. We can't control the way the people in our life will behave towards us sometimes. But we, ha- we can control our own decisions, the way we react to it, the food we purchase, and the way we show up for ourselves every single day. Sometimes we feel out of control of that too. Other days we don't. On the, d- on the days that we don't, we have to take those steps forward. That is the essence of one tweak a week. Instead of climbing the cliff, which is really difficult, and falling off and splatting, we want to climb the staircase to the top of the cliff very orderly and one tweak a week, one step at a time. So that's why you want to remain in a place of discomfort, not pain. Don't go too far. Don't go, you know, balls to the wall, as we might say. Uh, We want to take a step back, one step at a time, one tweak a week. If you've enjoyed this episode, thanks for hanging out with me here. I'm appreciative of your time and attention. And if you know anyone that might benefit from this episode, uh, please share it with them. Share it with them via Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you know, TikTok these days, you know, wherever you're hanging out on the interwebs, please share this episode with a friend uh, or a family member that you know keeps trying to go all in through the fire, through the pain, and keeps ending up back at zero. Send them this episode. And in the meantime, thanks for hanging out and I will chat to you on the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. If you love this episode and health information is your thing, then please consider subscribing to the show. And when you're done, head over to iTunes, Google Podcast, or whichever app you use. And we'd be grateful if you could leave us a five-star rating and write a review sharing your opinion on the show as it really helps the podcast grow. Thanks so much and I'll see you on the next episode. Whilst the presenter that feature on this podcast endeavour to provide accurate information, it cannot possibly take into account your individual circumstances, and therefore the content on this podcast provided by any of the speakers is not intended as advice in any way for any individual, and should not be a replacement for professional medical or health advice of any nature. Always seek advice regarding your personal situation from a qualified medical professional.